Hello there, welcome to the Kingdom Influencers Global Podcast. This session focuses on your being equipped to be spiritually mature and relevant in your God-ordained field to the end that you will fulfill his agenda in your sphere of influence. Brace up to receive this life-changing message. God bless you. This is the the last part of the new creation or the new creature series, and um, we we have learned a lot so far from the new creature. We learned that the one who's born again is a new creature, as Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen spells out. And uh, and that he said, man is a spirit. That's what Bible teaches us. Man is a spirit. He has a soul, and then lives in the body. And from the book of Job, we are told that who we really are is clothed with with flesh. And bones and sinews who we really are and that's our spirit man we also talked about the fact that the soul is as a result of the interaction of our spirit and our body the soul is the doorway into the spirit the spirit cannot communicate directly with the body except through the soul we, we looked at uh, the need for us to be built up spiritually by the word of God, the need for us to renew our minds, and then the need for us to discipline and domesticate our bodies. We have also studied um, the assurance of our salvation. What's the proof that we are indeed saved? We talked about The fact that we've been translated into God's kingdom or the kingdom of God's dear son. We also talked about the fact that the word of God assures us of our salvation. And and that the Holy Spirit in us bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Today we're going to consider, we're going to look at remission of sins and the forgiveness of sins remission and forgiveness of sins are they the same are they different what class or group of people um, need the remission of sins and then what group of people need the forgiveness of sins we would look at that today now first of all we're going to look at the remission of sins remission of sins and remission of sins is for the one who is not saved remission of sins is for the one who is not saved remission is for the unsaved remission is for the unsaved we'll quickly go to scripture 
Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, verse 38, King James Version. Now, this, this was Peter's first sermon after the Holy Spirit had come upon the 120 believers in the upper room. His first sermon after that says then peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you you know he he had preached to them he had spoken to them and they were wondering what what then are we supposed to do and then peter said to them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins he says be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus for the remission of sins he was talking to people who were not saved who are in new creations or new creatures they were not born again he says repent and be baptized in the name of the lord jesus for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the holy ghost be baptized in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins for the remission of sins now remission there talks about um, the pardon of one's sins the pardon of one's sins and then letting the sins go as as if they they had never been committed and this is very powerful very very powerful remission is literally the blotting out of sins what the unsaved need is not the forgiveness of sins but the remission of sins again what the unsaved need that is those who are not yet born again what they need is not the forgiveness of sins but the remission of sins their sins have to be blotted out blotted out now what sins are we talking about we are talking about inherited sin here inherited sin sin we inherited by reason of what adam did so we inherited that sin or those sins from adam all right and for the unsaved they would have to have those sins blotted out it's a requirement it's a requirement it is necessary the blotting out of sins as do such a person never sinned and you see this is this is called the gospel of the kingdom the good news this is good news imagine with me for a moment that all that you've done inherited sin inclusive can be blotted out this is the reality in christ jesus the blotting out of sins blotting out of sins there is no record whatsoever when you have the remission of sins no record whatsoever and and that is why we need to renew our minds with the word of god because there are times that the devil is going to remind you of what you did in the past and if you are born again you have the remission of sins your sins have been blotted out your sins have been blotted out your past sins have been blotted out there is no record whatsoever that you sinned 
no record and you have to believe it don't believe it because I am saying it believe it because the Word of God says so that's what the Word of God says so you are pardoned as though you never committed a sin that's the remission of sins that's the remission of sins and blotting out of your sins and you need to know this you must know this the devil wouldn't want you to know but but you must know this you must know this when you are born again you are ushered into the realm where your sins have been blotted out so you don't have to worry about your past sins as long as you're born again your past sins have been taken care of and to reiterate what I've said already there is no record against you that you have sinned no record whatsoever you should be thankful to God for for this Romans 5 8 says God demonstrated his love for us in this while we were yet sinners Christ died for us it was when we were sinners that he died for us one of the reasons he died for us was so that our sins would be blotted out that wasn't the only reason why he died for us and resurrected but then one major reason is for the remission of sins the blotting out of sins and the blotting out is is possible because of the blood of Jesus oh hallelujah glory to God glory to God oh this is a reality this is what Bible teaches and you must know it that is why I'm teaching you this so it doesn't matter what you've done in the past don't let the past hold you down as a matter of fact the new creature even has no past the reason the new creature has no past is because the new creature has never sinned that's for another day that's for another day just so I do not confuse you because you are now picking up and um, if you're to read glory to God Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 Ephesians 1 7 Ephesians 1 7 again the King James Version he says in whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace we have redemption through his blood i already said that the remission of sins is as a result of the efficacy of the blood of jesus it is by the blood that all of these sins are being blotted out or have been blotted out it is by the power of the blood of jesus christ the blood that speaks better things than that of abel the blood that speaks of better things than that of abel he says we have forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace so it has nothing to do with what we have done it's not because we are good you see the blotting out of sins isn't isn't as a result of the fact that your good outweighs your bad no your good deeds outweigh your bad deeds and so God has forgotten about your bad deeds no no not at all 
not at all and God doesn't relate with us because we are good he does relate with us because of what Christ has done and that is grace that is grace that is grace there, there, there's so much that Christ has made available to us and we have access to those things by the very grace of God it says according to the riches of his grace the riches the wealth of his grace the abundance of his grace that is what we enjoy as Christians not because we are good not because we don't tell lies no more no but it's because of what Jesus has done see your responsibility is to accept what Jesus has done and walk in the light of it walk in the light of it walk in the light of it walk having it in mind that your sins have been blotted out and so even if the the devil brings to mind what you've done in the past you tell the devil devil my sins have been blotted out Jesus Christ has granted me remission of sins and so even if you remind me I know for sure there is no record against me because Jesus Christ has paid the penalty for my sins if you do not know this and then the devil brings to mind what you did in the past you're going to have an ineffective Christian life you're going to be ineffective in the life that you have you're going to be ineffective and so I'm bringing to you the Word of God if you are reminded by the devil of what you did in the past and it doesn't matter what you did even if you killed somebody it doesn't matter if you fornicated it doesn't matter if you were involved in all kinds of social vices stealing and all of that if you were involved in riotous living it doesn't matter all those things have been blotted out now that you are in Christ Jesus now that you have been Christ, you are in Christ Jesus and since they have been blotted out then it means you have no past so the devil cannot use anything against you you have no past so when he comes telling you you did this and that and that and that you tell the devil devil I have no past in the name of Jesus because of what Jesus has done for me I have no past I live as a new creature henceforth in the name of Jesus you tell the devil you respond to him you respond with the Word of God you respond with the Word of God I have the remission of sins in the name of Jesus oh glory to God I have the remission of sins it's as though I never sinned this is very powerful and you should be you should be glad that you have such a privilege in Christ Jesus you should be you should be glad Marco Rahasatabaya now Matthew chapter 26 verse 27 to 28 you know, no this this was the Last Supper yeah, well what is theologically known as the the Last Supper you know the last meal <laughs> Jesus had with his disciples before he was crucified the Last Supper verse 27 says and he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying drink ye all of it for this is my blood of the New Testament which is shared for many 
for the remission of sins. It says, my blood is shed for many, including you, myself inclusive, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. He says, my blood was shed for many, for many. How many? John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, whosoever, it doesn't matter who, whosoever, so the many here is whosoever, the entire world, the entire world. It says his blood, which is shed for many, for the remission of sins. It says his blood was shed for the remission of sins. I have said it before. It is by the power of the blood of Jesus that we have the remission of sins. The blood of Jesus is that powerful to cleanse and blot out the sins of any man on the earth it is that powerful it is that powerful and yes his blood speaks of better things than that of Abel than that of Abel wow the blood of Jesus the pure blood of Jesus is the reason why we have the remission of sins. We have the remission of sins. His blood was shed for you and I. His blood was indeed shed. He did nothing wrong, but because of his love for you and I, he had to come. He was crucified. He was crucified. He was buried. He died. He died. His blood was shed so we will have the remission of sins. Right where you are listening to me, from all over the world, I, I want you to thank God that you have the remission of sins through, through the blood of Jesus. I want you to thank God right now. Oh Lord, thank you. I have the remission of sins through your blood. Your blood was shed for the remission of my sins, for the blotting out of my sins. In the name of Jesus. And now there's no record whatsoever against me that I sin. Thank you. Kometi Thank you for this wonderful privilege which is in accordance to the, the riches of your grace, the riches of your grace. Your grace is inexhaustible. Thank you, Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let me read the verse 28 again. He says, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission. Of sins his blood was shed for the remission of sins and so these three scriptures um, support the very fact that remission of sins is for the unsaved the unsaved need or require the remission of sins not just the forgiveness of sins their sins have to be blotted out so there will be no record so there will be no record against them that they have sinned that's what they require that's what they require and that is what you have you and i have in christ jesus we have the remission of sins 
If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. How come all things are passed away? It's because through the shedding of his blood, we have the remission of sins. No record whatsoever. So it's as though you never sinned. And that is the reality. That is the reality. As long as God said so, I believe it, you must believe it. God said, I have no record against you if you are in Christ. Your past sins have been blotted out. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Now, the second part of, of this teaching has to do with the forgiveness of sins. With the forgiveness of sins. And again, we'll go to the Word of God, the Bible. And um, we'll find out what god says about forgiveness of sins and god's word says about the forgiveness of sins first scripture is first john first john chapter 1 verse 9 to 10. first john chapter 1 verse 9 to 10. if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Verse 10. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Now that you are in Christ and you have the remission of sins, as a Christian, if you sin, he says, and you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you. If you sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you. Now that you are in Christ, now that you are a new creature, if you sin and you confess, he is faithful and just to forgive you. To forgive you. And says, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. However, the word of God does not encourage the Christian to sin. Paul asked the question one day, he said, shall we continue to sin that grace may abound? And he answered and said, no. You know, we said, it is by the grace of God we have the remission of sins. And it is also by the grace of God that we have forgiveness of sins. The riches of his grace. So do we say that because, because of the riches of his grace, we ought to continue sinning? No. It ought not be so. The very life that you have right now, the life of God that you have inside you right now, is superior to sin. Romans chapter 6 tells us that sin shall no longer have dominion over you. Why? Because the life you have is greater than sin. The natural life or the biological life that humans have is bound to live in sin. But then if you have the very life of God, you have an ability on the inside of you to live above sin. And this ability is because of the working of the Holy Spirit in us. So with the help of the Holy Spirit, we are able to live above sin. Nonetheless, if you sin and you confess, He is faithful and just to forgive you. This scripture is in no way to encourage sin. That's why the word if is there. It's conditional. If you sin, He didn't say when you sin. If you sin. So sinning is a choice. 
you can decide not to sin and the Holy Spirit is going to help you and, and I know this is this is too big for the religious mind and one of the teachings I, I made a statement that there are those who say as long as we are in the flesh or as long as we are on earth we would sin and Bible does not teach that there is no place in Bible that says that as long as you are in the in the earth you're gonna sin no believing that is making mockery of what Jesus Christ has done and an understanding of what Jesus Christ has done for us will will not uh, make it difficult for you to believe that it is possible to live above sin if you really understand what Jesus has done for us and our inheritance in Christ Jesus it wouldn't be difficult for you to to believe that it is possible to live above sin it is very possible to live above sin and uh, the next scripture is in first John chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 so the scripture I just read first John 1 9 to 10 is for the Christian the Christian has the right to receive forgiveness from God if he or she sins we have that right it's part of the package it is part of the package that we have in Christ Jesus. If we sin and we confess, he's faithful and just to forgive us. 1 John chapter 2, 1 to 3. I read, verse 1 says, My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. Can you, can you accept this? He says, My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. He says, I am writing this unto you, so you will not sin. That means that there's a body of truth that is responsible for our living above sin. And John is saying that, my little children, I'm writing these things unto you that you will not sin, that ye sin not. And in this very scripture, he was addressing little children, those who are born again, those who are babies in Christ. That's, that's the group he is addressing here. He says, my little children. These things write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He says, if any man sins, we have an advocate with the Father. We have an advocate with the Father. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Now, advocate there means intercessor it says if you sin there's someone who is interceding on your behalf it says Jesus Christ the righteous and he is verse 2 he is the propitiation of or for our sins sorry and not for ours only but also for the sins of the whole world verse 3 and hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments verse 2 and he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only but also for the sins of the whole world now i'm going to read the verse 2 in the easy english version or from the easy english version he died to take the punishment for our sin so we were supposed to be punished for our sin for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life it says we were supposed to be punished but he took the punishment 
for our sin. He not only died to take the punishment for our sins, he died to take the punishment for the sins of all people everywhere. So the entire world, the whole world, has the privilege to receive that which Jesus brought because he died for the whole world. He didn't die for just Christians, he died for the whole world. He died for the whole world. And we cannot be Christians if we do not accept this. Just he was punished for our sin. And he not only died to take the punishment for our sins, he died to take the punishment for the sins of all people, all people, all people, all race, color, tribe, culture, all people everywhere. What Jesus did was for the whole world. It wasn't for a select few. It was for the whole world. It wasn't just for the Israelites. It was for the whole world. Though he died in Israel, he didn't die just for Israelites. He died for the whole world. For the whole world. For the whole world. So it doesn't matter where you are listening to me at the moment. Jesus Christ died for you. He was punished on your behalf. He took your punishment. The punishment of your sins. He took the punishment. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because I write unto you that ye sin not. I write unto you that ye sin not. But if any man sin, that we have an advocate, an intercessor with the Father, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ the righteous. Limokarabasataya. Likrosotarakabayasa. I'm going to end with this. That the new creation has power. The power of God to live above sin. Don't you ever forget that. And don't resist this truth. You have the power to live above sin. The power of God to live above sin. By the help of the Holy Spirit that is at work in you. We have that power. We have the power. And, and you also have the grace to ask for forgiveness of sins if you sin. Not when you sin. If you sin. If you sin, you have that grace. There's that allowance. However, the word of God does not un- un- encourage any of us to live in sin. The word doesn't encourage us to live in sin. No, it does not. It does not. The word rather builds our inner man. It builds our inner man so as to enjoy this glorious life that we have in Christ Jesus. And so I pray for you even now that God's grace would work on the inside of you so as you be strengthened with might to live above sin in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the entire message today. If you feel you can bless someone, please join us in spreading the gospel of the kingdom by sharing this audio with others. God bless you.